What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. Welcome to Robotics Roundtable, highlighting area robotics programs, leaders, and students. Hosted by First Robotics, Tim Dunai. Robotics Roundtable on WSJM is presented by Berrien Springs Public Schools. Together inspiring students to think, learn, achieve, and care in a global community. By Eagle Technologies, become a part of their next generation of success. Apply for our apprenticeship program at eagletechnologies.com. And Lakeshore Public Schools, supporting and offering STEM education, science, technology, education, and math, grounded in tradition, committed to excellence. Now, this week's Robotics Roundtable on WSJM. Hello and welcome to Robotics Roundtable on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. I am Tim Dunai and I'm happy to be your host. My co-host today is Brian Sorensen. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Tim. I'm excited. I was at uh, my first uh, competition, and uh, I'm ready to uh, talk to these kids about uh, their experiences. Yeah, you were you were educating yourself. We were. I was I was trying to shoehorn 12 years worth of knowledge of first robotics into in, into probably 15 minutes of discussion with you. So um, I'm I'll be curious to see how the test is going to go. How much you retain from what you uh, what you were exposed to. And then also, uh, I'm sure you'll have some questions for the students as we meet them. We meet here Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. to discuss high school robotics with teams from the Southwest Michigan area. In addition to hearing us on the radio, you can see the video of our discussion on WSGM's Facebook page and locate past robotics roundtable podcast on WSGM.com. Today, we are joined by the Green Engineers of Berrien Springs, Michigan. In the world of FIRST Robotics, every team has an assigned team number, and they are Team 3452, the Green Engineers. Green Engineers, how are you doing this evening? We're doing good this evening. Um, are you, so we'll talk a little bit why I'm going to ask this question, but are you back down to normal or are you still excited from this past weekend's competition? We're still excited from this past weekend's competition. It was a big win for us and really well, we don't want we don't want to give it away to the audience out there it was a win loser draw but um stay tuned uh what we'd like to do first is let's go down the table we're doing a, a zoom meeting so we can see you down the table here and let's start uh we're going to start next to the robot I, I love when a team gets the robot in um for their uh for the video and they make sure that uh they're a part of the team and they, they'll speak for the robot, I'm going to say, but let's go with the person sitting next to the robot. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm the team captain this year. I'm senior. And uh, schools that you're, are you all with Berrien Springs High School or where are you at? Yeah, we're all with Berrien. Okay. And next to you, Nick? Um, I'm Adina and I'm the safety captain this year and I'm, I'm a junior. Okay. My name is AJ. I am the build captain for this season. I am a sophomore. All right. And last? I am Linus, and I'm the programming captain and a junior. A junior. Okay. All right. So since since the microphone's in front of Linus, I was going to – we'll move it right back there, AJ. Uh, 
like to have everybody kind of tell a little bit about what got them to the team. And I, and I think, Linus, you've got probably the the uh, one of the more interesting stories and maybe the furthest traveled to get to the team. So could you uh, tell us a little bit more about where you're from and how you became involved with this particular team? Um, I'm from Bremen in Germany. I came to the U.S. in August last year. Um, and I came to the team when Athena asked me if I want to come. Um, I tried it out and now I'm here. So when when Athena referenced the team and told you about a robotics team, what was the first thing? Had you ever seen a first robotics competition or any type of high school age robotics competition? Uh, no, this was my first time. Uh, so when she mentioned it to you, what did you think it would be about? And then tell me when you first came to to the team build site, what you th- you know what you thought would, it, that was in front of you. Was it what you expected? Um, when Athena told me about it, I asked what you're doing here. And she told me that you can do basically anything what you want. So programming, building media. Um, so I came there. The first meeting wasn't in the build site, uh, was in a classroom in the high school. Um, um, yeah, that was doing the off season, um, when I first came here, it was a bit um, creepy, old, <laughs> old um, warehouse. <laughs> ah, but it's fine. So, so, so how long did it take you to to realize it was something you wanted to be a part of? Was it was it right away? Uh, about a week, maybe. Okay. And re- remind me again, what, what part do you, you do on the team? Is it you do several things or what do you specialize in? Uh, I'm the programming captain. So I wrote most of the code this year. Okay. Um, but As sometimes, pro- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sometimes I help with Bill. The- okay. And program. did you have previous programming experience or are yeah. you learning as you go? I just looked uh, briefly into C++. Uh, was my first year with Java, so learning okay. on the way. Are you, as you're working along, are you teaching someone else too? Or are you, um, are you trying to teach someone else, I should say, so the next generation that comes behind you? Uh, yeah, we have a new programmer since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so, so I'm curious, is the new programmer that did they just join yesterday? Yeah, they just joined yesterday. So we're going to go back and talk a little bit about the effects of maybe this past weekend. And if that had any, if that was of any benefit to getting someone to join, um, let's move down the line back in opposite direction here. AJ, how did you become involved? Um, maybe tell us your story about being involved with first. Um, well, I actually started out on our middle school robotics team before coming to the high school. It was definitely an interesting experience. I was definitely excited then to be working with robots and looking at all the programming and everything goes in behind it. 
Uh, I heard about the Green Engineers at the high school through friends that I had here who were on the team before they eventually moved. Okay. Um, it's definitely different. Definitely What's, a lot. So what is different? What um, You mean different from the middle school? Different from or, the middle school. So tell me what, what makes it different. Um, was there something, is there more that you weren't, that you, uh, something you were expecting that's not there or just more than what you were possibly expecting? There was a lot more than what I was expecting when I showed up. Um, I didn't realize how big it would actually was compared to the middle school where our robot compared to what we have this season, the robot we have this season may about be um, 10 times the size of what we had at the middle school. Wow. So for somebody who's listening on the radio, I mean, the size of the robot for middle school is, is it what, like 18 inches by 18 inches? Is that, you know, is that the, the envelope it sits in and, and weight wise compare it weight wise versus what your robot is here? It's around 18 by 18. Like when we went to the first competition for that, they had like the slider scale that you, that it should be able to just like slide around it to fit on. Okay. Um, The weight difference. I'm not entirely sure. I'm probably what, maybe a hundred pound difference. So I'm going to say this, the, the weight on, on your robot is a hundred, is it 120 I'm just, I think I've heard that again, I'm a judge advisor, so I don't care about the robot construction, but I think it's, it's a net. Go uh, ahead. It's actually 98 pounds for this year. It's pretty okay. light compared okay. to some of our previous seasons. Okay. But still much bigger um, than, than what we've had in the past. And, and it's definitely not a kit, correct? It is definitely not a kit. There is no way that this could come out of a kit. No. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's part of the fun for students. And I know the mentors that, that aren't, you know, joining us on the radio or, or on, you know, on the zoom meeting, but I know they're around the building and for them, I think half of the fun is they get to continue to be kids well past the age of being kids to be, to be a part of the building process. Brian, I, I want to continue with some conversation here, but I know that we need to take care of uh, paying a little bit of bills. So we when we come back, when we come back, we're going to follow up with Athena and Nick to see kind of how they got to this part of um, being involved in first. And let's learn a little bit about what those successes were this past weekend. All right. We'll talk more with Green Engineers Team 3452 on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Now, more from the Robotics Roundtable, thanks to Lakeshore Public Schools, Eagle Technologies, and Berrien Springs Public Schools on WSJM. Welcome back to the Robotics Roundtable on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJN. I'm Brian Sorensen with Tim Denai. We are talking with the Green Engineers Team 3452. We were talking with, uh, we were meeting all of the different team members that we have with us today. And Tim, I think we left off with Athena. We were getting ready to talk to her, weren't we? Yeah, we're going to learn a, a couple of things. And you and I were talking with uh, with the team off air, and uh, we found some pretty interesting news. We did. Um, a- yeah, so Athena has been a part of a couple of FRC teams, first robotics competition, high school age team, and she is here in Berrien Springs. How many people are on the team in Berrien Springs, the Green Engineers? How many people do you have, Athena? Um, About 10 to 12 right now. Okay, so 
uh, 10 to 12 students on the team. So tell us, where were you previously on a team and how many people were on that team? So I previously was in a team back in Houston, Texas. And since Houston, Texas really specialized in STEM, since NASA is located there, a lot of okay. students are really interested in robotics. So my team back in Texas um, was around 100 to 200 people. So yeah. 100 to 200 people involved in a program versus, and I'm sure, would it be safe to say that you know, the 100 to 200 people, they were kind of divided up into specialties. Some did programming, some did build, some did, you know, marketing. The difference here, and I think it's kind of AJ was talking about it a little bit earlier too, how it was just different. The robot's different, but the responsibilities that you have on this team, are, do you have more responsibilities as a part of the Green Engineers? than you would at the team in, in Houston? Yeah, definitely. Because in here, like each person end up specializing in one team, like one sub-team. While in like back when I was in Texas, like there would be 20 people in one sub-team. So, and then do you, even though you specialize in, in your particular sub-team, do you think you have, you still have a decent understanding of say what Linus is doing with programming, um, or, you know, what may be happening with the build team. Do you have a pretty good understanding of what everybody's doing? Um, sort of, except for programming. Okay. Yeah. So that's Linus's group, the, the, the programmers. And that's sometimes yeah. I know a lot of programmers. That's the way they like it is they don't want you to know what they're doing. They're, they're kind of in <laughs> charge at that point. Yeah, definitely. Nick, Nick, tell us a little bit about, um, you've been around for a while with, uh, with FIRST in general. So when did you get involved with FIRST? And I first got involved with robotics when I was in third or fourth grade doing Lego robotics and unofficially competing with what would have been the FLL teams of the former FRC team, Ground Zero. Okay. And I really got into it. It was actually a before school club for me. And it it hit my soul. I just loved getting to work with my hands and then watch as that hard work paid off. And it actually, it did something like it was supposed to. And so I've continued it up all the way with Ground Zero until I hit high school because I switched schools over to Barian. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my middle school science teacher pointed me in the right direction. And I was able to join that summer between my freshman year and being at the build site. It, not just the fact that I've spent way too many hours here, but it's, it's like a second home for me. So tell me, so when did, what year, calendar year was that when you came to the Green Engineers? 2019. 2019. So there's a bit of history for a relatively small town team. Uh, the Green Engineers have had a great amount of success, both locally at local competitions throughout Michigan, state championship, and then also it's it's off screen, but you can reference to what, what took place in 2017. 
In 2017, that would be when we got to take home a special banner because we won the Tesla division field at States. Sorry, that was at yeah. Worlds. And at Worlds. They ironically were replacing the field banners that year. And since we were the winning team alliance captain, offered us one of the banners. Wow. So you you have more than just uh, the blue banner that comes with that. You actually have the field decorative or indicating banner. Yes. I'll have to make a trip down there. I did not realize that you had that. So, Brian, um, as Nick referenced, we get to when we get to world competition and that one in that particular year was St. Louis. It was one of two competitions, world competitions that happened. The other one was in Houston at the time. And you had six teams, or excuse me, six fields that had, correct me on this, I want to say there was 60 plus, like 65, 67 teams on that particular field, teams from around the world. So our our friends here from Berrien Springs were an alliance captain, and I'm correct, and I think that you guys were an alliance captain. I don't want to overstate it, but I believe that you guys were were an alliance captain, so they got to select the three additional robots that would be with them. When you get to world, you pick three additional robots. Normally you're in alliance with, with, with two others, but there's an additional one you pick. And they were one of essentially, you know, you get to four teams that are a part or four robot teams that are a part of a winning alliance that happens on six fields. So you're in the top 24 in the world at that point in time. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so did that play at all into when you made a decision, Nick, about wanting to be a part of a team? No, because I actually didn't know anything about the team other than its existence until after I joined. Like, and then afterwards, did you kind of go, okay, this was a good decision? Yeah. It was, it was definitely a shock of awe because I had been working around Ground Zero, which had a whole whopping zero blue banners and my first time coming here and seeing that oh this is a significantly smaller team still that has done significantly better no and pressure i would say i would I, well i would say also to the um the ground zero team they also there's an emphasis on first robotics and then also in vex robotics too and they've they've done some things where they've had some successes too there um, yeah, in the Vex Robotics world, definitely. So the uh, so what is the total number of blue banners? You get a blue banner if you're if you're a winning team for um, a winning alliance, correct? And how many banners does does do the Green Engineers have? Since our first blue banner we won in 2015, we have now won seven different blue banners. Good, good. So I'm going to go back to something I I had talked about earlier. Well, uh, so wait, when is the latest Blue Banner? When did you most recently win a Blue Banner? This past weekend at St. Joe, that'd be the one hanging up behind us for those that are watching. Okay. And so tell me about that. Were you the Alliance captain? Were you the the, the team that (laughs) you seem pretty emphatic on the no? Um, AJ... AJ, where were you guys at the end of um, qualifications, 31 teams competing? Where were the Green Engineers ranked? Uh, we were ranked 21st out of the 31 teams that were there at the competition. 
And did you, as a team, and anybody can add into this, did you feel comfortable that you would be selected as a part of an alliance? We you can be honest. Be- <laughs> we actually did because when we got there, we realized that there was some things that a lot of alliances could do better than what we can. So we emphasized really hard on our two best qualities to get picked. Which what would this- those qual? Well, I was to say, what would those qualities be? Uh, one of them, our ability to transverse to the top bar with our climber, and then our ability to do really good at defense. Okay. So the, the defense is throughout the entire match, and then the traversing, you know, getting to – so there's the, there's the low, mid, high bar. Where do you start your traverse from? Do you have to start from the mid bar? You, you do have to start from the mid bar because of how the rules work around it. Okay. And so um, leanness is the, is the control for the, the traverse and the climb. Is any of that your magic software that you've written, or is that all the driver and the operator traversing? Uh, that is all the uh, driver right now, but we're working okay. on an autonomous version for that. So you're working on an autonomous version. Is Are we revealing something secret that we don't want anyone to know about or we do want people to know about? Uh, we had some problems with the climber and everyone knows that. So now we're just trying to improve that. Okay. So yeah. great success in the competition itself. And we went from being a 21st seated or 21st ranked team to be in um, winning alliance and tell me who was uh, who was the alliance captain, the team number, where they're from, and the uh, the other member of the alliance. So the alliance captain was Strike Force Team Twenty Seven Sixty Seven out of Kalamazoo, and their first pick that was with us was Trisonics and their Trisonics team number four zero zero three. And they are from Granville. Allendale. Allendale. Close. Sorry. I apologize to the folks in, in Allendale and Granville for mixing them up. So, <laughs> And that's, I mean, those are two powerful teams. They, they, they've had some pretty good history in past years. Uh, 4003, I think, has been a, they've won some blue banners. They've won some state championship, I think. And then there's that, that 2767 team has had some success at a, at a whole different level, right? Yeah. They've, they've done pretty good at worlds a time or two. So they, they won in back-to-back years. Um, I want to say it was probably 17, no, 18 and 19. I want to say it was probably the two years that they were in the, the world champ. 17 and 18. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause it was the same year that you guys won on Tesla. Very good. Brian, um, hopefully you're, you're, you're taking all this in. I mean, there's just I a am. lot of information and, and I know you and I had a discussion with the green engineers before they were going to go compete. And I, I don't think even they at that point in time thought that they would have that, uh, you know, first competition winner, blue banner behind them. Nick's kind of saying maybe he thought he would, they would win, <laughs> but uh, to come from being 21st ranked at the end uh, of the uh, of the, qu- the qualifying to winning the match is, uh, is definitely an accomplishment. 
when uh, when we when we get back from commercial, uh, want to talk to the team about where they're headed to next and what they're going to do to build upon these successes. All right. Well, one thing I wanted to add, Tim, before we go to commercial, I wanted to let everybody know that I was at the competition at St. Joe this uh, past week, and there are pictures and video. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash WSJM, uh, you can find uh, all of the pictures and videos there. I was posting a lot from the event. Uh, and we're going to talk more with the Green Engineers Team 3452 on the Robotics Roundtable, News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Now, more from the Robotics Roundtable, thanks to Lakeshore Public Schools, Eagle Technologies, and Berrien Springs Public Schools on WSJM. I'm Brian Sorensen with Tim Denai, and we are talking with the Green Engineers Team 3452 out of Berrien Springs. Tim, there's somebody else that's joined us here today. Yeah, we have a new student um, at the end of the table there. Why don't we, uh, we'll swing the microphone down, let the student introduce themselves. And then we got a couple things we're going to talk to and we're going to come back to, to our new student. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm uh, Darren Gilson. I'm the head coach for the Bering Springs Green Engineers robotics team. And Darren, how long have you been involved with the Green Engineers? Uh, 2015, I started with that season, uh, tried to drop my son off and I didn't get out of the door quick enough. Nice. So, so seven years, almost just like being in high school, seven years yeah. and you're still not out of there. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're going to swing the microphone back down to the, to the students to talk a little bit about, so you guys had an excellent, uh, you know, competition wise. And I think you're, you're, you're kind of on a roller coaster and emotional high at the success you've had. Where is the team going to go? Because you're going to compete at another event. Where are you going to go compete? And besides just the robot itself, what are some of the things that the team would like to do to build for the rest of the year and into next year? And AJ, it looks like the microphone's in front of you, so I'll let you start with that. So our next competition we plan on going to is Lansing, which is in about a week or just over a week from now. Okay. Um, a lot of things we plan on doing is one, repairing our climber, uh, getting a new shooter down and put onto the actual robot, along with trying to do some improvements so we don't have any problems like we did at this previous competition. All right. So we had mechanical things that happened because it's a yes. robot competition and you ran. 12 plus matches. How many matches total? Does anyone have an idea off the top of their head? Uh, Did any of the eliminations go to best of three for you guys? Yes. The last one. Yeah. The last one. So you, so we had 12 qualifications, two in quarters. We ended up with 19 matches in total. Okay. Okay. And at what point in time did the, did the robot go? That's one match too many. And when did we break well, it? That's so, the nice way of putting it. It originally tried putting out on us at like match three or four. And okay. we said, no, you don't get to. And <laughs> fixed it, worked on it, and pushed it. It it really kind of was on its last straw during finals match number two. Okay. But we we really pushed it to make sure we could get that win. Okay. So we want to build on the successes. We build the robot to be ready for that. Athena, so tell me a little bit. 
there was, because part of my responsibility, uh, it was a working weekend for me. I'm the judge advisor for the St. Joseph event. And I had a crew of 20 plus, 20 judges throughout the entire weekend that were going out into the pits, talking with teams about more than just the machine. So did you have a chance to to meet with any of the judges? Um, Not really. I think did I did any. Go ahead. Uh, Not really, because I wasn't there for most of the day on Friday. Okay, so who was out of the, the three of you there? Who did Who was doing talking to judges? So I believe I actually talked to the judges the most. Out of the four judges I saw there, I talked to at least three of them. Okay. So what were some of the things you talked about aside from the robot? Did you get we, questions? Go ahead. We talked about some things. Like at one point I had a few people asking me about what we as a team were doing to keep everyone safe, not just us as team members, but others outside of our team that might just be participating for a day or seeing like what we're doing. I've also had people ask us what we are doing to promote STEM how we're promoting us as our own team, how we're promoting first. I actually also had a judge ask me how I'm promoting our school. And that was an interesting question because after over 12 years of robotics, I've never had that question asked of how I'm promoting my school. And it kind of baffled me for a second because I I didn't know what to say because I've never really thought of it that way. I've always thought of it as... I'm repping the team. I'm repping myself. Never saw it as I'm repping the school because until high school, I wasn't actually on a team that was affiliated with a school. It was just a team that was affiliated with no school. I would, I'm going to, I know I'm going to jump ahead here a bit. So let's swing the microphone back down to Darren. Um, The responsibility, because I've been a part of coaching teams that travel. So going to another city, going to Lansing, wearing black and green, the green engineers and with Bering Springs around, I mean, there's a little bit of that where now you're representing your community, your school when you take these trips, correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and also part of the first uh, gracious professionalism. So we, we've got something we call the green engineers way that one of the first things that we do in the fall when we bring new students on is we start talking about, you know, some of the team history, what it means to be a green engineer, how we try to approach outreach, uh, team development, school spirit. So, um, you know, that, that's part of the program. Yeah. And it's the, the, uh, so just hearing Nick talk about that, where it's, you know, being asked about representing, I know early on, I think my kids, before I was coaching them, there was somebody, you know, it was a hockey coach that said, when, you know, when you put on this, this jacket, you're representing the community. Um, and it starts to take on a little bit more responsibility, just, you know, the things you do, how do you carry yourself? You, you had mentioned a little bit, Darren, about outreach and, and, you know, promoting the group and the green engineers way uh, maybe the microphone could slide a little bit to Linus and he could talk about having now a young protege um, that's joining him to, to be able to do some of the, 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 um, the coding for the robot. So tell us about your new, your new protege. Yeah. Uh, we don't only have only one new um, 
member of the team, we have actually four new members. The programmer okay. who joined us yesterday and then two. So this <laughs> at, at media. So this okay. So I, I am curious. Um, did they just show up at the door and say we want to join because we really like that banner? Did you guys do something to promote beforehand to get them to come on that particular day? So the story behind that's kind of funny. Our other assistant coach is the geometry teacher at the high school. And he was so proud of the blue banner that he actually took it and hung it in the middle of his whiteboard all day yesterday. Very good. Like there was no telling him no. And you're probably happy that that's the case. Um, Yeah. So um, success breeds uh, those that want to join the team. I'm thinking, all right, you know, Striking while the iron's hot, you know, because right now you are the most recent winner of the St. Joe competition. That's a great time to to start doing some recruiting. Just think if you could add four new recruits every day for two weeks. Do you have space for all those people today? Oh, not even close. <laughs> we don't have nowhere near enough space for all that. So aside from winning, that's a great thing to draw more people in. Do you, as a team, do you have some thoughts and plans about what you'd like to do? Maybe Athena or add into it um, to to try and draw more people in. How do you get, you know, FLL students or FTC students to join? So, like, not long ago, I did bring out a proposal to one of the coaches, which is Coach Brown. Like, it was, it was like a Sunday afternoon. We were working on the bumpers and stuff. And then I just came up with a great idea. And I was like, hey, coach, so, like, what if we do, like, I know like this is something that we haven't really invested in too much, but what if we do like a little mini summer camp for like the kids and get the middle school or even like the elementary school to see what we are doing, what we as first robotic students are doing, let them get the hands-on experience and see where we go from there, get them interested, get them recruited, and then they can learn when they're younger and they can grow up like investing more time and more energy towards something they will enjoy so they can spend a little bit of time and next thing you know um they're sitting in your chairs and you are all on to the next path in your in your life and your careers Uh, because i i I often tell teams even it doesn't matter freshman sophomore you're already trying to find your replacement on the team because your four years or three or four years will go very quickly um darren if we could talk back to you a little bit too and Let's talk about, I mean, some of the success, the Green Engineers way and that success that that you teach the team about, how does how has that affected things within Berrien Springs and the benefits that you've seen come from the success of your team? Well, the first thing is just to thank the Berrien Springs School District for the support that, that we've had with them. Uh, as part of the team, uh, Berrien Springs has built a new performing arts center and athletic center, uh, which is due to be completed here by July. Um, and we've kind of targeted that to be able to expand the robotics. So a couple, the team benefits a couple ways. One is we now have a nice large facility that we're hoping eventually to be able to host a district event like in St. Joe, which uh, make would make a couple local events for teams in the area. And then we're also picking up the old band room and that will become a robotics center in Bering Springs. So that puts us right in the school off the cafeteria so it makes us more visible and helps grow the program because as as much as we shout the successes uh it's it's hard to be 
visible and recruit those new students. Yeah, it'd be much easier if you're within the same campus, same facility. It's a lot easier. You don't have to take the blue banner to another building if it's in the building. You just you put little signs on the on the hallway pointing the students to go check out this banner. Yeah, Brian, we're um, we're getting close to the time where we're going to do some shout outs. And I think we already gave one there to to Bering Springs, you know, school board or schools for the the investment they've made. And hopefully how that brings additional, you know, besides arts performing in the, in the school and the, the other sports, the sport of the mind robotics being able to have an additional house in southwest Michigan would be a great thing. When we come back, we'll talk to the to the team members. Let them give some sh- additional shout outs. All right, we'll uh, we'll be back shortly with the robotics roundtable. Green Engineers Team thirty four fifty two to wrap everything up on News Talk Sports ninety four point nine WSJM. Now more from the robotics roundtable. Thanks to Lakeshore Public Schools, Eagle Technologies, and Berrien Springs Public Schools on WSJM. Welcome back to Robotics Roundtable on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. I'm Brian Sorensen with Tim Denai, and we are talking with Green Engineers Team 3452 out of Springs. Tim, we've learned a lot today about this team and their success. Uh, I'm, I loved hearing every bit about, about what they've been doing. And they're going to continue to do so much more throughout the season. I have no doubt about that. Once they get that robot rebuilt and get ready to head up to Lansing, I'm sure we're going to hear some more successes. And with success comes the ability to thank a lot of people that help them get to this point. So we have had a little bit of a history of letting teams give some shout outs. And we're going to start with uh, our coach, uh, Mr. Darren Jilson. Why don't you give some shout outs there, sir? Yep, we'd like to thank uh, our main sponsor, the Bering Springs Public Schools, home of the Shamrocks. Uh, we also have a local community sponsor who's very important, the Friends for Bering Springs, which is a corn dog booth at the fair, and then the building that we're currently in, which is Fabinwell. Uh, Linus, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the American Electric Power Company is also a sponsor from us. So. Okay. AJ? Uh, I'd like to give thanks for um, TIG Masters for not only sponsoring us, but they have actually fabricated a few parts for us, including our drive base for this year's robot. Um, I would like to give a shout out to um, the little local restaurants around here, such as Revive Coffee. Um, since since the tight situations, they've been always helping us out and be there for us. Okay, and before the microphone goes to Nick, because Nick is like me, he can talk for a bit, I'm going to push the microphone back down to Linus. Besides the sponsors, any parents or anybody you'd like to thank who are giving you the opportunity to get to do this? That might be a good thing to do. Uh, Yeah, my host parents, Amanda and James, um, they're picking me up every day from here because I'm not allowed to drive, so... uh, (laughs) Without them, I wouldn't be able to do this. Exactly. AJ, how about you? Um, I would also like to thank some of our mentors, especially um, some that were originally on the team who have actually come back to just help us out. One of them being a programmer, Max, and another one who's been helping out the CAD team, Devin, who was originally the team captain last year. Okay. Athena? 
um, I would like to give a huge shout out to like our coaches because our coaches have been here for us through day one. They've been the one coaching us and like giving us the help that we needed. So if anything goes wrong, they've been always here for us and helping us throughout day to day basis. Okay, Nick, how do you want? Who do you want to give some shout outs to? So I would actually like to give a shout out to all of our parents for providing us with food and allowing us the opportunity to actually come in and spend these way too many hours of, for me at least, somewhere within the at least 120 just this year. Well, just within these two months. I the two also, months, the two months meaning um, starting what the the second season. weekend. Okay, second yeah. weekend in January. Yep. And I would also like to thank our some of our other mentors, like Mr. Dreer. And You've been listening my, to this week's dad, Robotics Roundtable, highlighting area robotics programs, leaders, and years. students. Robotics Roundtable for, on WSJM is presented sure by Marion Springs Public Schools. Together, inspiring students to think, learn, here, achieve, and care a in a global community by Eagle Technologies. Become a part like of their next generation part. of success. Apply for our apprenticeship Good. program at EagleTechnologies.com and Lakeshore Public Schools. Supporting and offering STEM education, science, technology, education, and math. Grounded in tradition, committed to excellence. Listen every Tuesday at 6 for Robotics Roundtable on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJMFM, Benton Harbors, can Joseph. see the appreciation that you have for that as a team, and I'm sure they were just as excited as you were watching your successes uh, at, at the St. Joe event. I do want to give a couple of quick shout-outs, mention Brian, um, and that is some teams that had success, local teams at the St. Joe event, 4237 Team Lancebot and 5056 Megahertz from Buchanan. They were on the finalist alliance, um, so they had some fun with the friends from Green Engineers, but... Uh, it was an enjoyable weekend for them. Also, Team 3620, the Average Joes, and Team 2959, we spoke to uh, a couple weeks back. That was the CW Tech Robotarians. They were in the semifinals, as well as 4325, Cassopolis Robo Rangers, 1940, the Tech Tigers from Benton Harbor, and Team 5535, who we hope to have on, that's from New Buffalo, the Bionic Bison. They were also semifinalists. So it was good to see teams that did well competing-wise. We had some awards that were won, too. If people are interested in that, they can go up onto thebluealliance.com, and they can find the Week 2 event, St. Joe, and they can see all of the results and track teams throughout the entire year. And uh, I think we packed a lot in today, Brian. I really do. Yeah. And, and I'm looking I'm looking forward to hearing the successes that uh, the Green Engineers have. And we'll learn from another team next week, and we'll continue to give you more and more education on FIRST Robotics and just some of the excitement that uh, that's involved with it. On Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m., tune in to 94.9 News Talk Sports, and uh, we, will, we will continue to educate Brian and uh, bring information from, uh, from teams around the area to Robotics Roundtable. Remember, you can find Robotics Roundtable podcasts on WSJM.com, and you can catch video on WSJM's Facebook page. Until we meet again, have a good night, guys.
Night. You've been listening to this week's Robotics Roundtable, highlighting area robotics programs, leaders, and students. Robotics Roundtable on WSJM is presented by Berrien Springs Public Schools. Together, inspiring students to think, learn, achieve, and care in a global community. By Eagle Technologies, become a part of their next generation of success. Apply for our apprenticeship program at eagletechnologies.com. And Lakeshore Public Schools, supporting and offering STEM education, science, technology, education, and math. Grounded in tradition, committed to excellence. Listen every Tuesday at 6 for Robotics Roundtable on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM-FM Benton Harbor St. Joseph.